after the car and Corvette got paid off, my, my credit score shot up crazy, right? That allowed me to go back to the dealership and get another car. But I didn't just get another car. I got 33 more cars. 33 whoa, more cars. Whoa, whoa, hold yes, on. Okay, sir. all right, yeah, we're going to back that up. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com and three two one you're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. We find people who have built something sustainable. And not only people that built something, because not all people that build something can teach it or show other people how to do it. But we really try to find teachers. And today we probably have the best in the game when it comes to teaching. Teaching how to like duplicate. Mm-hmm. Your success. Mm-hmm. So, we got my brother, mm-hmm. Mr. Maddie J. In the building. How you feeling? Hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. The time is now. The time has <laughs> Don't come. Don't be arrogant, brother. Calm down. Let's okay. Just, <laughs> yo, we've been cool waiting out. to have this interview for at least two for years. For sure. For sure. Way too long. Way Man, too long. God came through with it. Just, to, just so everybody know, this is my real brother from, from church. That's like, a fact. spiritual brother. That's a fact. We in church every Sabbath day, mm-hmm. keeping it holy. Yeah, absolutely. You know and the conversations aren't necessarily just like, yo, how much money you make today? No, definitely like it's, not. It, it's, it, it's the character hold. Yes. That's why I value this relationship Amen. so much. Amen. Amen. Thanks to God. So for those that don't know, because we are going to get into this car rental game, and I'm excited to announce that... I got my first vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got a 2017 Range Rover. For what? Is it is it for personal use or are we going to use it for cash? No, we're about to get this bag. What you mean? You know, actually, the, the my thought was, <clears throat> so I'm around you. Like, you might pull up in the IA, Neo, pulling up in the Rolls. You feel me? Like, yo, everybody got these cars. I'm like, I do some really amazing things, right? Um, guys afforded me to, um, you know, do some really cool things in business. Mm-hmm. And I said, if I'm going to the next level, I think maybe some people need to see it, see it and be inspired That's by it. So my thought is, I need to get one of these vehicles, bro. <laughs> but for the way that I think is, I don't want to pay for it. That's a bar. So I, I sat down with my wife and I said, yo, we need to get some really nice cars. Put them on Toro mm-hmm. so we can make money mm-hmm. and be able and to drive something to nice when we go out. That's a fact. And I and, and I I remember the conversation. First off, before I get there, introduce yourself. Before <laughs> I, I don't get too hype on this. One. <laughs> What's going on, everybody who's who's tapping in? My name is CEO Maddie J, and I'm a digital real estate agent, general contractor. I buy, sell, build, flip, fix businesses online primarily. And most recently, I'm actually in the car rental space. Car rental space has been doing really nice things for me lately. Yeah. 
is allowing me to share information, specifically how to turn liabilities on wheels into assets making deals. Yeah, this joint is crazy. I remember we were at church, I think Sabbath just was over, and he said, yo, I'm about to put my car. Yo, this is a real life story. This is a real story. Two, two years ago at church, we brought it up. Yep. He's like, yo, I'm about to put, I'm about to rent out my car. And he had just got the Tesla. Yep, yep. And in my mind, I'm thinking, why would you rent out a Tesla to Your other face human was beings? crazy. You looked at me like I was crazy. I don't get it. I don't get oh, it. Oh my goodness. And I was like, yo, I'm about to get this um this this rental property. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, why don't you why don't you get a car and just sell it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, oh, bro. I remember that. First off, people don't just why would you rent out your nice car? Mm-hmm. Second, first off. And then second off, real estate is like a proven way of building wealth. Because you were investing at this time. I'm like, bro, you don't got to do all that. Just get you an Airbnb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, and I, I was like, yo, I got to buy a property mm-hmm. and then rent it out. He's like, yo, you don't got to do that. Yeah, and he's like, yo, we are moving into a, di- a different age. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So I, walk me through that process. Goodness gracious, man. Uh, it brought me back because I was going through a process where I'm like, dang, this works. Why isn't everybody doing it? And when I think about everybody, I first think about my closest friends. And I saw David Shins, he was actively investing. He was like investing a lot of income into this, um, the real estate mm-hmm. property that you're doing. And I got started and I scaled really quickly. So starting off with the cars, my Tesla Model S, 2013, this was back in 2017, I believe, mm-hmm. um, was sitting there doing nothing. I live in Atlantic Station. So this is a, a, an area in midtown Atlanta, Georgia, where everything's literally there. All the top stores, the restaurants, clothes, Publix, everything you need is there. So my car was never like being driven. So I realized like, wow, I'm paying $900 a month car note plus insurance about $1,000 for a car I'm not driving. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm a very logical person. And I'm like, yo, this doesn't make sense. And I come to find out after doing studies, reading these studies, 90% of cars that people have are sitting 90% of the time throughout the day, throughout mm-hmm. the year. So I was like, all right, let me figure this out. My boy, Jacoby, shout out to Jacoby, coolest nerd ever. <laughs> he said, yo, there's a platform that you can rent out your cars um, on. At this time, it was called Relay Rides. It's now called Turo. So one day, we were in our condo, and he went downstairs to say, yo, I got to give my keys to somebody. I'm like, what are you doing, selling your car? And he said, no, I'm renting it. Like, you're mm-hmm. renting your car? He rented his car. His, his, I think it was a Challenger. Challenger. Yeah, Challenger, Superman logo and all that on the car to somebody off of the platform called Relay Rides. Mm. Like, yo, how much they paying you? Yeah, I've charged about one thirty a day, but I, I usually charge one fifty. So you mean tell me somebody's gonna take your car, drive it for one for one thirty a day, return it back to you, and you get to keep the cash? Mm. So yeah, kind of sort because Relay Rides they get a percentage. I'm mm. like, okay, what's the percentage? He said 70, 30, 70, 30 split. I was like, that still makes sense. All right. But I didn't jump into the business right then and there. I said I just thought of it as a cool concept until I actually needed it, mm-hmm. right? I actually needed it when my I was realizing my Tesla was just sitting there doing nothing. So I go to Turo.com, check out the process. All they needed was a picture of my ID, upload a picture ID, and it was easier than making a Facebook profile. I uploaded <laughs> a picture of my car, priced it, same day I got a booking, mm. same day. But I'm really analytical, so I had to f- first do some research, right? I got the book and I got super excited over $150, mm-hmm. but I had to do a little research on how to do the drop-offs, um, what happens if my car gets stolen, how's insurance taken care of. I was asking all these questions in my head and I went on YouTube and found a couple videos, but it wasn't like, there's nothing 
like really step by step. So I was all over the internet. It'll be times where like three days in a row, I'll be up in the, until like three o'clock in the morning trying to get as much information as possible. But I said, all right, I'm going to be have information overload. Let me just go ahead and just follow the process and learn as I go. So I upload my, my Tesla. Maggie, her name's Maggie, my first booker. She had a son. She was in town. She told me the whole story. She had a son, was in for a soccer game. She needed me to drop the car off at the airport. She'll pick it up and return my car. Mm-hmm. Right? So I dropped, the, I dropped the car off. Right? But I had to figure out, dang, I'm dropping the car off. How am I going to get home? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm yeah, going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get home. Right? So I had to take Uber. The Uber cost was like $25, $30. Mm-hmm. So that's already cutting into my profits. Right. Like, hold up. This is, this is, is this really going to make sense? Because I got paid $30 to go back home. Cool, whatever. Then she calls me and says, uh, I can't get the car out the um, parking lot because I left it at the parking mm-hmm. lot. This was a dummy mistake because I had no experience. So I left the car in the parking lot. And now she and tells me, call, well, no, she she has the key, right? I left the key in the car right. with a test lock and unlock and lock the car right. from, from my app. So mm-hmm. I unlocked it, but it charged her to leave, take the car out. Gotcha. $32. Oh. It might have been 36 Something crazy. And you're like 50-something already. already. Mm. This is real life. Yeah, you're like sucks <laughs> it already. Bro, so, all right, cool. I said, all right, I'll take my own. learning experience. Cool. Right? I'm through the process. The days, hours are passing. I'm actively checking my Tesla app to see where she's going, how fast she's moving. I was kind of yeah. low-key scared because this is my first time. Yeah. I personally have no personal attachment to any of the cars. Right? Any car that I have is for business. However, I was still like going through the motions. Long story short, this was on a this was on a Friday, going into Saturday. She returns her car Saturday. Of course, I'm in church. She returns the car to the parking lot, right? But she leaves it inside the airport parking lot. Yeah. Now I have to figure out how to get there on Sunday, Uber, or I can catch a ride. I actually got an Uber, which was another 12, 20, I think it was twenty dollars. And then I have to pay another thirty six dollars to get the car out again. That's a hundred and sixteen dollars. I'm just tracking like what's off of that on. just mistake that I didn't know better on how to manage property. And then out of the hundred fifty dollars split, like there's a split, right? It goes into two So you took an L. It, the L wasn't even just it didn't stop there. I got the car. <laughs> this is real life. I got the car out of the parking lot. Thirty minutes later, no lie, another booking for the airport. <laughs> Bro, I got to go all the way back to the airport and drop the car back and go through the process again. Wow. I could have just left it there and just had the next guest pick it up from there. So I'm going through the motions, but me, I'm like, okay, I'm not mad. I'm not complaining about the situation. I'm really enjoying this process, but I'm like, okay, I'll figure it out later on. Come to find out, the dude booked the car, same situation. You had to pay for the parking ticket, all that good stuff, whatever. But it was just my second booking. Long story short, throughout the month, I end up grossing, right? $4,000 $4,000 off of the car. First month. Profit, yeah. One car. Yeah, one car. Gross or net? Gross. My profit was twenty six sixty five, gotcha. something like that. Gotcha. Right? So where did all that money go towards? It went towards the um, washing the car. It went towards um, tickets, Uber rides. No gas because the Tesla doesn't take any gas. Um, and what else? What else? The percentage fee and my insurance. Mm-hmm. And other miscellaneous stuff. That but I, you that still netted twenty six yes, on one in a month. So wow. with me, I keep receipts of everything. So I have Excel sheets for every single month, every single day my car brings in income, I have the receipts. So after looking at my Excel sheet, I'm like, dang, I made $26.75 profit off of one car? Mm-hmm. In my mind, what do you think my next, my next idea is? 
I need to get another car. I need to get another car. <laughs> That's what I did. I went to Gravity Auto. Shout out to Shane. Shout out to owner Nick. Gravity Shout out Auto. to Shane. James right, gave my car too, yeah. Shane got his car. Yeah. So I went over there. I, I start looking. I, I need an affiliate link for yeah. Shane. <laughs> Shane, listen. I need referrals, bro. Yo, Shane, Shane about to have everybody at that dealership mm-hmm. after this, for sure. So I went there and um, I checked out cars. I didn't really know what car I wanted, but I did do a little research on Turo. I went on Turo to see what cars were performing the best. For sure, a Maserati. For sure, Corvette. And for sure, with the other luxury, well, not even luxury, Hertz, Sixth, Enterprise, the cars that they had on the luxury end was the best car they had was a Mercedes C300. So I knew that was going to hit because that's the cars that they're using. So that's what I got. I got a Maserati and a, a Mercedes C300, both of them like metallic silver. I got them both at Gravity Auto. It was about three years old. I don't like buying new cars because of the, the depreciation. I always explain that in the course. But I got a 2015 C300 and 2016 Maserati. Mm. My credit was so astonishing by God's grace, I didn't even realize the power of credit. I just knew that in order for me to get this car, it's either I pay cash or I follow a, a credit application. Mm. I didn't even know what my credit score was. I didn't understand debt to income. I didn't understand stable uh, 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 stable residency, all the things that they look for right. to, to lend. I was just going in there. I just need a car. So they looked at my credit report and said, yo, you got enough credit to be able to get this car with no money down. Mm. So I get to leave with this car with no money down. And then as soon as I leave, I'm putting this thing on two row. Mm. Right? So the first, and the first 30 days, you don't got to make a payment. Right. So for the first 30 days on two vehicles, I was making straight profit. Mm. Right? So the amazing. first, so you, you you put your own car on there. Yeah, I started with my Tesla. And then what was the next cars you got? I got two cars at the same time. The Mercedes. Same, same dealership? Same dealership. Mm. Same dealership. And I learned the process on how that works as well. So most people, they're like, why are you buying two cars? I'm, I'm just being transparent with Shane. I run them out. I need two cars. Mm. So they, of course, they sent my credit report to different banks and because my credit report was pretty good, they just gave me the, um, they, they locked down the deal with two credit, yeah. credit. Um, one was Capital One, they're really good, and the other one was Ally Financial. Mm. Locked those, do- those deals down, got the car, got the keys, took pictures of the car, uploaded that thing real quick to Turo. Really? Yeah, yeah. So Crazy. now you got three cars on Turo. I got three cars. I'm parking these people probably, like, where are you putting in these cars? I, I live in Atlantic Station, so I'm in a gated, a gated condo, and you can only put the cars inside the the nesting area, the gate, if you have a fob. So I only have one fob. So I have to figure out where I'm going to park these cars. Mm-hmm. I parked it at the Target at, across the street from Atlantic Station. You Everybody knows luxury Atlantic. vehicles yes. at a Target. I have pictures of it, too. If you go on my Instagram page, you'll see all the cars lined up, three of them, right next to each other. I took a picture all the time. Even overnight? Overnight. Even though it says not to, I did it because I had no other choice. That was risky. And, and, and I was cool with, that's another thing about relationships. Mm-hmm. I was cool with the security guards in Atlantic Station. I've been there for five years. I, I rock with them. They rock with me. I'm cool with the, the security guard that works at Target. That Target, big old, swole white dude, super cool. Mm-hmm. I had a relationship with him, so he knew my cars there to the point where anytime he saw anybody next to my car, he'll say, "Yo, Maddie, is that your was that one of your renters?" Mm-hmm. That's a relationship I had, so right. it was cool, right? So I park my cars there. I'll do my check ins and check outs for my guests all at Lang Station while I'm working on my other businesses mm-hmm. upstairs in my condo. Right. So anytime I got a booking, okay, bet go down there. Schedule the, um, the the drop off. Make sure the car's clean. Hand them the keys. Drop the car back off when you're done. And I can lock. I can well, all the cars I have. I can remote unlock, start, and lock the car from can that. You add that. To, is that something that the, that's a feature? The car has? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. That's a feature that some cars have natively. 
So Mercedes, they have a, a tool called Mercedes Me. It's a subscription. You probably pay $180 for the year, and you can lock, unlock, track your car with the native app Mercedes Me. BMW has BMW Connect. Um, Corvette has OnStar. But I always have multiple. What about Range Rover? Because I'm asking you all the questions from my own car. Right, right, exactly. So, so they got with it? the Land Rover Range Rover, I don't, I don't know, because the Range Rover I got was a 2014. Usually mm -hmm. that that system came in play into around 15, 16, gotcha, gotcha. 2016. So I don't know how. But Land I can, Rover. I can add it. And you can add it. You okay. can add um, Drone Mobile. Drone Mobile is the tool I use to put trackers in my car. Hum device, my Verizon. I put that in there, and I can be able to track. Mm -hmm. Know the speed of how far the, uh, how fast the car is going. I can know exactly yeah. where the car is. I can put geofencing on my car. So if somebody leaves the city, I get a notification. Oh, Crazy. Wow. There'll be people, yeah, I'm on my way. I'm five minutes away. Check the tracker. They're still in Alabama. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're, a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anytime somebody goes 90 or 100 miles per hour, I get a notification. I'll send them an automatic text. You know what I'm saying? I know you enjoying the car right now, but we have a fee. Slow down, my if you, if you don't slow down, <laughs> right. it's for your protection because you can get hurt, so you can hurt somebody else, and most importantly, you might hurt the business yeah. and yourself. Right. So, um, I explain that through the tracking system. So, um, once I put the trackers in the cars, I realized that wasn't enough. Super Bowl, Super mm -hmm. Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl is the day that you make your most revenue when you're renting out. Cars, vehicles, anything. How did you know that? Because you're new to the game. Because I know anytime somebody travels, they need a, they need two things. That's they true. need a place to stay and a car a car to rent. Yeah. So Super Bowl, I'm ready to bank. It was so crazy that um, one of these CBS reached out to me on Instagram. They saw my listing. They saw that I had most like all these cars on on Turo, and they also saw on Airbnb. I had a bunch of units on Airbnb. They reached out to me for an interview. Did you have more than three at this point? No, I had, I had three at this point. Just three? Okay. I literally had three. So they interviewed me. Um, they interviewed me and said, how are you going to, how are you, because they saw my prices too, because they, they saw that my prices were almost double what they usually are. Mm. So their segment was about price gouging. <laughs> <laughs> you fell right into the yeah, trap. Yeah, here's the thing, right? <laughs> they, they, I was like, they didn't have to get me because I know how to explain myself. I know how yeah. to justify where people say, oh, I didn't think about it like that. That's actually what happened. Right. So she was asking me all these questions. I was like, well, you know, supply and demand when there's an extra 10, 20, 30,000 people coming to the city, the demand just rose, right. but the supply is, is, is lessened. So right. the only way to offset the difference between that supply and demand is to raise the, the cost. Yeah. Right? And that's actually what happened. And so I explained mm. that. They interviewed me. I got that picture on my a video on my Instagram page. Right? And right before the Super Bowl, I said, all right, I'm going to need another car. Got me a Corvette. Same situation. I went to Ford Hennessy, found a used 2016 red, beautiful Corvette with only 8,000 miles on it. Yeah. I think it was about $46,000. I didn't have to put nothing down because my credit, again, was good. And How's your credit good with all these cars? And yeah, first so, of all, how do you get all yeah, these cars? Yeah, bro? so, yeah. Oh, on see? one man's credit. See? So, one, typically it's not an issue when you have the income to back it up. So, they check your income. Mm -hmm. So, if your income, but the thing is, if you have all this income, why don't you just put more down. That's right. what or why don't you just oh. buy the car? I was like, yeah, I can, but I don't want to. Right. They're not really investigating that much, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, these dealers, they want to sell a car. Mm -hmm. But of course, on my report, I have three cars, right? So usually a lender is not going to want to lend somebody who has three cars on the, what you need a fourth car for? Right. No, high risk, they're not going to give you the money. Mm -hmm. Here's what happened. My Maserati got damaged, mm -hmm. right? It got into an accident. 
That's a long story, but I'm gonna make it simple. My Maserati got damaged; it got totaled out. So Ally paid me the by, check. By who? How did it get totaled out? You drove you sure, it, or you sure? All right, you say it wasn't me. It was a renter. It was a very influential renter. The person might actually end up seeing this, but I'm not mad. We, we're cool. We're super right, cool. Sure. We're still doing business together. It's part of the business. Yeah. Total the car. I put the claim on on it, and um, they they pay me out for it. But here's the thing: as I'm buying the new car, it's still on my credit. Gotcha. I still, so I told the dealers, tell the banks that it's been paid off, and they asked, okay, show proof. All I gave was show proof that it's going to be paid off, and they gave me another car, which was a Corvette. Oh wow! But here's the crazy part: and when that when that Maserati got in an accident, the insurance just pays it out. It pays it out. So you're it's not under, in the No, I'm not taking uh, no ill. Yep. Um, so the crazy part was now I need my another car. I need more cars as possible before a Super Bowl hits. So I get my Corvette from Hennessy Ford, and right before Super Bowl, I think it was like two days before Super Bowl, I check my tracker. I asked my boy, Brother Dion, everybody know Chief Dion yeah. on Instagram. I said, Dion, hey, can you check on the Corvette for me? I have it parked in front of one of my townhouses. He said, cool, I'll, I'll drive up there. He calls me back. You sure that you left it here? Because the car's not here. Corvette's not there. I check the tracker. The tracker shows that the car is not where I parked it, and the gas is on E, parked like two blocks down the street. Crazy. Right now, I'm kind of scared, but I'm like, at the same time, like, well, at least I know the car. you forget that you parked there? No, no, no. I know for sure somebody stole the car because I left my key in the car. Mm. I had a runner, and I just unlocked the key because you can't open the door if I lock the key, the door with the app, Right. even if the key's inside. Gotcha. So I'll put the key somewhere inside the car and lock it, and when the runner needs to get the car, I'll unlock it. Gotcha. That's how I was operating when I was, I was ever in a rush. Mm. That happened that day, but I forgot to lock it. So that same day, somebody was checking people's cars on the street that day. Mm. Opened up a 2016 red Corvette. Oh, the door's open? Oh, and the keys inside? Got him. <laughs> Caught me slipping. Right. But it was God's will because at the end of the story, oh, man, this, is a long, this is a pretty long story, but it's crazy. Okay, well, you don't got to go through that. that yeah, the motions, the story, but, but yeah. The, the whole point of that Corvette being stolen is, one... Um, a major point was after the car was stolen, I filed a police report. And when I filed a police report, that I found out that the car wasn't really stolen. They say, well, if you know where the car is, it's not stolen. I'm like, oh, really? That's not how it works? Okay, cool. Well, can you guys help me get the car by sending somebody to make sure it's there? I don't want to have to deal with any problems if the people who stole the car are still hanging around. Mm -hmm. Cool. So she, they, sent, uh, they dispatched the officer to check on the car. She was talking to me crazy. Come get your car. Hung up on me. Right, your car is here. Go get your car. Talking to me crazy. Mm. Right, stress level. My stress level is pretty. I'm pretty high tolerance of stress. But as the motions were going on, I'm realizing that, hey, this is this is this is really stressful. Yeah. But luckily, the car was there. It just had a little rim rash, little scratches on the on the rim. So I called my insurance and let them know, hey guys, my um, I was with who was I with? My initial um, insurance. Um, who? No, Safe Auto. I was with Safe Auto at, at that point. I called Safe Auto and I told them, yeah, what can we do about the situation? They said, well, your deductible is 500 and your damage is less than 500. So mm -hmm. do you really want to put a claim on a car where you're still going to be paying more? I was mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, cool. But what can you guys do for me? Well, you have free tows on your plan. Okay, cool. Because the car, when I opened the car, the key wasn't inside. Mm -hmm. And the anti-theft locked the car. So I can't even do anything. I can't do the remote Start. Right, right. So now the car's stuck. I got to get it towed to the dealership to get new keys. 
So I told them, yeah, at least give me a towing to tow my car over there. So they said, we'll do it. We'll, it'll be there in an hour. Mm-hmm. Two hours pass. No tow truck. I was like, dang, I got things to do. Mm. So I went back to my office temporarily, right? 10 minutes, literally 10 minutes later, the car is now moving. I checked to see it go back to the car. Now it's not moving. Right. It's going super fast, 85 south towards Camp Creek area. Mm. Mind you, the car was in Midtown. Right. So I'm like, okay. They, I thought my, somebody might say, dummy, why would you leave the car? Mm. Well, I, I had a like a low, low, super low alertness of, I didn't have a high level alert on the car being stolen again because I thought it was just some little kids who were just checking cars right. in a high profile car, drove it around the city for a couple of minutes, couple, maybe an hour, let the gas go all the way in E and just dropped it off somewhere. That's, mm. That was what I thought happened. Not come to find out that the people who stole the car were actually probably living in that same apartment. In that building. <laughs> and once, they probably even saw the cops there. And once they saw us leave, <laughs> right. So, but it's still even when the car was stolen, I was still wasn't tripping. My, so my stress level had a scale of one to ten. It probably started off as a two. Police officer was giving me a hard time because she thought I stole the car, my own car. Mm. It's probably like a four at this time. Car got stolen again. Probably at a five. This is when it moved from five to seven. Right. The car's moving. I'm on on like trying to call the police officers. Right. Call the police officer. Hey, excuse me, my, my car is stolen right now. What can I do? Can you guys help me? She says, where's the car at? It's driving. <laughs> I say, all right, I'll dispatch an officer to where you're at. Guess who the officer was? The same lady. The same lady. Ah, <laughs> oh, Same lady, bro. Same lady. And she was already giving me a hard time. She went off on me. Mm. Why would you let Talking to me crazy. I'm supposed to be the victim. <laughs> And she told me like, I'm like, like, like I just did something like heinous right. anyways. I'm not going to tell you how I responded to her because it wasn't gracious. But long story <laughs> short was they, they end up telling me that they can't do nothing about a car that's stolen that's in a different district. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why they say zone one, zone two, zone three in mm-hmm. Atlanta. They have zones that they, 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 they take care of. Like Fulton, they, they only can do things that if so, the car is in Savannah, only the officers in Savannah can help. Right. So I'm seeing where the car is. So I call whatever, whatever area, I forgot what city it was in. And they tell me that they're going to check on it to see mm-hmm. and try to see if they see the car. All right. Long story short, I said I wasn't, I was still scared that I was going to get the car back. So I got in the car. Dion's like, let's go. Dion's, no, we took an Uber. Mm-hmm. We didn't have no car. Right. I th- <laughs> we took an Uber. We're in an Uber truck. We're both in the, we're both in the back seat and we're tracking the car. I said, yo, call OnStar to tell them to shut the car off. I forgot we got OnStar on there. Mm-hmm. Right? We call OnStar, they say, yeah, we can't shut the car off while it's moving. I said, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. But what happens if the car stops? Can you shut off? You said, we still can't shut off because we need a police report. Hey, what? You need a police report first before we can shut the car off? And after he explained to me, I, I understood why, the, the logic behind it, but I wasn't trying to hear all that. Right. I need my car shut Your off and shut it off. Is... Now stress level went six, seven, eight. I'm like, oh yeah, this car is about to be gone. I just got this car. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl's coming up. I don't even know if insurance going to cover it. I just like put it like I don't know. Thankfully, right? I checked the app. Every, I checked the app. I'm checking the app every three minutes because we're telling the Uber driver to follow. Go this way. Like it's like a movie. Go straight. Go straight. Go straight. <laughs> Bust the right. It was crazy. Then I come to find out my my tracker had a five minute delay on it. I'm Whoa. like, oh my god, <laughs> what's going on? Then. 
we check the app, we see don't we don't see the car moving anymore. My goodness, stop it. Car on star. All right, we, we found out the car, the person who stole the car, stop car, can you can you shut it off? No, we still need a police report. He's like, please, just please for me, just shut the car off, please. Mm. All right? He says, sorry, we don't we don't even have connection with the car. You know what he told me? He says the tracker has been compromised. I'll never forget those words. Wow. He used the word compromise. Meaning they took the dang tracker out the car. Come to find out, this is not a guide to how to steal a, a 2016 Corvette. <laughs> it's definitely the tutorial. <laughs> but the, the, the tracker in this specific model mm-hmm. for OnStar is in the uh, mirror. Right. Yeah. So all he did was pull that thing off and that was it. It was disconnected. OnStar. Mm. You know how we press the OnStar yeah. button? He took that thing off and that's how he got the car. Right? Wow. So, so I was scared. Throughout the process, but then it got so point where I had to get out the Uber. I said, I, it, "It was so, it was so sad." I'm like, "All right, man, we lost the car, Dion. You can just go back home." That mm-hmm. was, that was like, that was the, the tone of it. Right. Like, we, we, we didn't win this battle. <laughs> we lost, man. I, I'll figure it out, man. You need any more help? No, man. Just, just go home. It was like that. Mm. I went and I got to my other car. Got home, rolled up the window, and screamed at the top of my lungs. Really? That's how stressful it was. Never mind. I sat back. I reclined. You don't even see my, I, and yeah, screamed. I don't even see it coming from you, bro. That's the crazy thing about it. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. It got so stressful. I screamed in the top of my lungs. Mm. But then I got reminded. One of my my key, like grounding statements is, "What's God's will in this?" Mm. That's what I. Act, that's what saved me. What's God's will in this? And I, because of my faith, I know that everything I do in my life, God has me set up for a win. Yeah. So whether this is an L or not, it's oh, it's still a setup for the win. So if I endure to the end of the process, I'll get to see that dub. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I saw that dub. But the question is, how did I end up seeing it? This is how. Right? Car stolen. I was like, okay, let me file in a claim for a stolen car on my insurance. They'll pay me out. Cool. That's what insurance is for. Mm-hmm. So I call my insurance. They say, okay, file a report. We need a police report. So I got the police report. And they, um, they tell me, after 20 days... Of your car still not coming up, and if it's still missing, then we'll wow. pay it off. So I gotta wait 20 days. Goodness gracious. Right? Mind you, I got that car in anticipation of Super Bowl weekend. Mm. I missed out on $3,000. So that car that usually gets rented out for just for the weekend. Yeah, it's just a weekend. That yes. car usually goes out for $400, $500, but on Super Bowl weekend, 1000 a day. Mm. Easy. Just run for one car. Right, so that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh my god, I took an L. Luckily, I had my Airbnb. My I had one Airbnb unit that made seven thousand, thirty five hundred dollars a day. Somebody booked it for two days. But anyways, and for me, it's not about the money. Um, Anyway, back to the process. The process was this: they said twenty days. If the car doesn't show up, we'll we'll pay you the cash value of the car. So even though I paid forty six, the car they they estimated the car to be worth thirty nine thousand dollars. Gap insurance. I canceled it. The two weeks before. I got gap when I initially signed the documents, right? The dude sold me on it, and L, I needed L, it. L, I was like, man, why L. am I paying? Take this L. Take this L. <laughs> why am I paying gap insurance? Man, I don't need no gap. I, ca- I called him and canceled it. Come to find out I absolutely need it because I have to pay the difference. Mm. Gap insurance, as you know, pays the difference between how much you pay for the car and how much the value is. Mm. In case you lose the car or somebody gets in an accident or somebody steals it. my case, wow. I took that L. I'm so, I'm so excited that... You went through this because me going through this journey 
It's like you took all, all right. the losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was the first penguin. I set the pathway for everybody right. else. It's like, oh, safe <laughs> now, y'all. It's safe. This is this is the road we gonna right, take. Right. That's actually what happened. So the do. So now that, that's the car situation with the insurance. Now I still want to find out who stole my car. Mm. All right. Luckily, Dion. He said, "Yo, it was parked at an apartment. Why don't you check the cameras?" So Dion actually went to the apartment and asked, hey, can we check the cameras for this date? Our car was stolen. We want to see who it is, right? So they told Dion, like, look, we can't give you no cameras. You need a police officer to come here, right? right? And I was like, why would they? Do, why can't we just get the cameras? Street justice, that's why. There's people out here that we try to do street justice. Find out who it is, they try to take care of themselves. Right, So right, it has right. to be in proper hands. Police mm. officer, so cool. We sent the detective there. He pulled the tapes, sent me an image, a still image of the dude who took it. Dummy parked it under the camera. <laughs> Got a picture of him. Now I know who it is. Yeah. But I don't know who it is. So since I don't know who it is, but I see who it is, I post it on my Instagram, the power of social media. I post mm. it on my social media. I said, does anybody know who this is? I only had to keep that post up for five minutes on my Instagram stories. Why? Because somebody DM'd me. Actually, two people DM'd me. Shout out to Sean and, and Trey. I got mm. screenshots of their message. Trey hit me up and said, yo, Matt, I know exactly who that is. Wow. He went to my school. I know his first name, his last name. And matter of fact, I don't really like that dude. Second dude, Sean, who I put on, who now has a, I think he posted his Lamborghini. Mm. Anyways, uh, Sean, he lives at Atlantic. He said, yo, I know exactly who that is. I, I said, yo, I found out who it is already. His name is Miles. But is this the same? Is this Miles? Yep, that's Miles. Mm. That helped me to have the confidence. And I had the 100% confidence who it was because they gave me his Instagram page. I went to his Instagram page and he was wearing the same exact outfit on his story <laughs> when he was with it. Hilarious. Bruh, only God can set this situation up. So, this is the crazy part. I'm excited now that I know who it is. I see his page. The dude's always posting actively. So, I see what he's doing. I tell the detective, yo, detective, oh, I forgot something. He was, um, I think, a Russian last name. Anyways. I told him, I did your job for you. I found out who it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His name is Miles. I got his name. I got his Instagram page. What are we going to do? He says, okay, cool. That's a good job. But I didn't want him to think that I, I was in on it. Mm. When it comes to insurance claims, I found out when the car is stolen, you know who the number one suspect is? You. You. Wow. So the way he was talking to me, he was like, he was, he was talking to me back and responding as if, I'm the one who stole it. I called my boy Miles to steal the car from me. Right. But why would I be reporting them now? And then I'm snitching on the boy. Why would I snitch on the dude? <laughs> so I'm like, look, we found who it is. I have a large following, so that's how I found him. I posted mm. him on my Instagram. He said, okay, cool. I'll verify. A couple days later, he, he calls me. He says, yep, it was him because the car that he left in after dropping the car off, is he, he drove his mom's car. Mm. They checked the license plate. I'm like, oh, that's good detective work. I like right. it. I like the style. <laughs> like so on. we know who it is, right? Oh, now he said, I put a warrant out for his rest. Cool. I'm just waiting. It should be it should be easy to find him because he's always posting what clubs he's in. He's taking pictures with Young Thug. Mm -hmm. He's on there, right? So he's taking pictures with the with the uh, these influencers a bunch in front of all these cars. I'm like, dang, why is he stealing cars if he's in front of all these cars? I come to realize, of course, when you're entourage, you're not the one owning these right, cars. You're sure. surrounded. Cool, I get how that works. But here's the thing: a couple weeks pass. I follow up with the detective. I said, "Did you guys find him yet? What's, what's going on?" He said, "Man, to be honest with you, Grand Theft Auto is on the low." Low, low end of our priorities right now. Really? Right? So I have to humble myself. He told me about <coughs> sex trafficking, which is really, really huge in, mm. in, in Atlanta. That's our priority. Um, domestic violence. Yeah. Murder cases. Mm. 
Those are our priorities. In the grand scheme of things, yes. like I mean, it's it sucks for you. It sucks but, for me, but he yeah. said that's what the insurance for. He gave me that that shrug, yeah, like. And what do you say to that? Like, I, I literally help with myself. Right, I say, right, okay, I, that's fair. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not selfish. I'm not evil. And again, this God's willingness. That's mm-hmm. my found. That's my grounding foundation. Is God's will. So I'm not going to be sitting here and complain through the process right. and then get happy at the end. Mm-hmm. No, smile it. Smile it through. So I realized that, of course, that was a situation. But my wife, she gets a call, 5 a.m., middle of the night, literally, on well, top of the morning, actually. Officer calls as we found your vehicle. And the person in the car, we arrested them. Mm. Okay, what's his name? It wasn't Miles, somebody else. So mm. you either gave, sold the car to somebody or gave it to somebody, whatever yeah. the case may be. Somebody else was, had the car and got arrested for receiving stolen property. Mm. I said, cool. Mind you, I already got 20 days already passed. Right. Insurance already paid me out. So the insurance now owes the car. Owes right. the car. Right, right, right. right? So they, I don't get to get, keep the money from the insurance and get the car. Yeah. The car is now theirs. So I was like, okay, where's Miles at? We don't know. I found Miles. God found Miles for me. You know mm. how I found him? Dion sent me a text message. Chief Dion sent me a text message and said, Brother Matthew, check your group me text messages right now. Right? From We're the church? Part, yeah, from our church. So we have a church group me where all the interaction, new members, all these different conversations, communication happens on our group me. And because I have a leadership role, I get to see what's happening on the other branches of our churches. Right, so Dion says, "Yo, check your check your group me right now." I check my group me. I see a new baptism. It can't be Miles. It can't be Miles. <laughs> my boy Miles baptized in our church. Our church. Wow. My heart is racing. This is real life. You can't make this up. I'm looking at my my heart. I was literally in bed like this. I got up. My heart was moving, bumping. Like, what the heck is going on here? The dude who stole my car is now smiling in a baptism picture at my church. Wow. Out of the, we're in the Bible Belt. Out of the thousand, there's a church on every corner. Right. Out of all the churches in the world, he got baptized in our church. You couldn't write this in a script anymore. Bro, better. it's like a movie. Yeah. So I call, I immediately call my missionary. I said, Missionary Justin, you won't believe this. The, the gentleman that you just baptized was the one who stole my car. And I told Missionary Justin about the situation. Mm-hmm. So he knew. So I just put two and two together. I said, yeah, yeah. the red Corvette I got stolen? Guess what? The dude you just baptized, he was the one who stole it. Wow. He said, no, no. I said, yes, yes, it's him. Mm. He hung up. He said, all right, cool. Before he hung up, he said, I'm going to ask pastor to see what he wants to do about the situation. Mm. Pastor let him know. Well, just let him go. When he comes back, let him know that he has two options. Option one, you turn yourself in. Option two, or and, and you're not no longer a member of the church. Mm. So some people might be saying, oh, cool, that's an easy decision to sort a car thing. Just don't come up to the church no more. Right. He actually stayed. He got baptized for a reason. Amen. He wanted to specific. I don't know what the details were, but he wanted to change his life or something, mm. right? So he stayed. He broke down crying when my missionary, the next third day, which was a Tuesday, he told him um, after service, he said, um, can I have a seat with you real quick? I want to tell you something. So we know that you have a warrant out for your arrest right now for um, Grand Theft Auto. And the reason why we know is because the car that you stole is a member of this church. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> he broke down, started crying. I heard the story. But somebody might be saying, wait, what? how did he end up in this church? This was it. One of his, one of the members of our church, um, I'm not going to say any names, but she's a member of our church. I know her. And I'm trying to explain this situation without dropping names. But anyways, long story short, his fiance is a member of our church. Gotcha. That's how he ended up being 
baptizing our children. Wow. But I realized at the end of the day, this was always since the beginning, God's will. God's will. This was God's will to test me, my endurance, whether I'll still give glory to God, whether I'll complain, whether I'll quit, whether I'll do anything negative to see if I really want to be mm-hmm. in this business. And I feel like I passed the test by going through the process and I got to see the dub. But what was the dub? After the car at Corvette got paid off, my, my credit score shot up. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? That allowed me to go back to the dealership and get another car. But I didn't just get another car. I got 33 more cars. 33 what? more cars. Whoa, whoa. Yes, Hold on. Okay. Sir. All right. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to back that up. Yeah, so your, your score shoots up. Mm-hmm. How do you get 30? Now I know the play. Okay, and, and how in like what time period was this? You got Within thirty-three two weeks. Cr- now I know the play. You, I can share the, I can share the game. Please, you know please. Saying? All right, so this is what people go crazy with this. All right, you know. So I already have experience with the dealership because of my first three cars. I know how the process works, dealing with the finance manager, the um, sales manager, the bank lenders. I know the process now, so I understand it. Mm-hmm. I also understand that the credit report only shows what, what's active. It doesn't show any new inquiries. It doesn't show new um, trade lines until 30 days. Right? So I go into these dealerships now and I tell the salesperson, yo, I'm interested in the car after doing research. I'm interested in this car, but when you run my report, I don't want you to send my, my credit report to all these different banks. If I go to Mercedes, I'm telling them to send my credit report only to Mercedes. They'll see this amazing report and like, oh, yeah, he's good. for car. We'll give him a car. But then I'll go to um, Chevrolet. I'll go to Chevrolet, give him that same amazing credit report, which doesn't show that I just bought a car. I give it the same process, but send my credit report to GMC. I go to a buying opinion. I go to I went to all these different dealerships and got multiple cars, knowing that the more cars I have, the more cash I'll be able to have, as long as I can manage it. And they don't. So when you when you get your credit ran, you go to the dealership, they run your credit. They see you know whatever you have on your credit right then. That's all they see. Even if you bought a car that day, yeah, yeah, when you go it. to another lot, yes, they only see. They don't see the car you just bought. No. And it doesn't upload for 30 days. It upload. So I leverage that. Shake your hand. You know That's brilliant. That is brilliant. Okay. <laughs> you are a genius. You're a genius. It's, it, it's just opportunity happened like that. So I literally went from um, four, what was it, four cars? Four cars to three to 33. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Off of understanding the leverage of having good credit. For me, credit is credibility. Mm. I had good credibility, good payments on time, good um, consistent income. Good debt to income ratio, stable household, meaning I'm not moving around all the time. Yeah. All the things that a lender is looking for to say, we trust this person with the money. And because he needs his money um, up front, we'll just tax him with this little interest rate, right? right? I wasn't worried about the interest rate because, again, I'll use this money not what? as a liability, but as an asset. It's going to bring, bring income for What's me. the highest interest rate you've paid? Ever? Ever. It was actually 18%. Ooh, I'll tell you why. Yeah, this is on a... This was at a buy here, pay here. This wasn't oh, a rental car. This yeah. was a donation for church. Yeah. Gotcha. So um, the cars I was looking for, our church was doing construction. We just got a brand new temple in Loganville. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And we needed a place. First off, uh, this, this podcast is sponsored by the World Mission Society. <laughs> <Church. laughs> no, but we, they, needed, uh, they needed a vehicle to help with the construction. Mm-hmm. So it's either I buy a, a cash car or buy a new car, a used car. I didn't want to drop cash on the, um, up front for uh, a right. truck that I wasn't going to use at all. It was just going to be a donation. 
and I didn't want to buy new, obviously, definitely not. So I bought used. So mm. I had to go to a buy here, pay here to do so. Mm. Because this was after my, my, it was already on my car then. Right. All the cars already hit. Right, right. So now I got a deal. I can't go to get traditional lent car loans. Now I have to go to a buy here, pay here. Right, right. And buy here, pay here, they don't care how good your credit score is. They literally even told me, yo, we've never seen such a good credit score in this building ever in our life. I was like, good. So you're going to give me a good rate, right? I said, no. No, that's not what we do. <laughs> that's how we make our money here. But why couldn't you just go to another place? Like where? I told you, I didn't want a new car. Oh, because this is after your 30-day period. Yes, exactly. Got you, got Those you. are traditional lenders, so they're not going to look at all these cars and say no. Yeah. My only hope was to buy here pair. They don't care how many cars you got. Gotcha. That's, how, gotcha. that's why it's high risk, and that's why it's 18%. See, I put down, um, so I went to the lot. Crazy. And um, they wanted to they wanted to give 10%. To my wife, because I'm, I'm I'm in the midst of uh, building a building, and I just don't want anything on my credit right now. Sense. So I put it on hers, and they wanted to charge her ten percent because we was like, "Yo, we don't want to put no money down." Yeah, it was nine point nine nine percent. But yeah. then um, they down. said, "Well, if you put money down, it, it goes yeah. down to five point nine nine. You know why? It's because I learned being in this business is if you put money down, they see that you have skin in the game. Mm. So if you default on the loan, the car note, right? Say the first thirty days got at least three. Yeah, yeah. They'll at least have three payments in advance. Yeah. And they'll actually make money off of you defaulting on loan. Versus you putting no money down, you have no skin in the game, right. you left a lot with no money, right. higher risk. But you know what? And as I think about it, I should have probably just took the 10% because it was really only a difference of like an extra $100 a month. So yeah. so think about it. I think it was like $150 a month between 6% and 10%. That's a lot though when it comes to cash flow. It is, but... So I take the car, I get to keep my 3,000 cash, meaning oh, over, it takes 20 months yeah, for me to recruit yeah, yeah. that. You fact. feel me? That's and that's if I just fact. had it on Turo, that's the fact. I make money. Especially, yeah, especially if you're using it for assets, you can use that $3,000 somewhere else. Right. And make the money with that. I didn't think about it until right now. Thank you. I'm going to keep shaking my head. Makes sense. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> All right, so, so that's the strategy. First off, we just got the car, so I'm literally, at first I told her, like, honey, we're going to do maybe, like, two more cars, but I feel like. You go, you go crazy. What's another yeah, plan? I'm not going to go, go, go crazy. Don't, don't go crazy. Yeah, I'll get four or five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, yo, uh, since there, <laughs> please, just text, just text her real quick yo, and say, it works. we've made a decision all together, okay? Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so, so okay, so it's, this, this is really, really a dope strategy because if you are going to Invest in a real estate property. Oh my you got to put down twenty percent of a hundred thousand. You got to put down twenty just grand. Just cash flow six hundred. Just to make four or five hundred dollars a month. Not to knock it. All my boys in real estate. All my mentors in real estate. This is not knocking it at all. But <sighs> I guess I, on that side, the, the, actually, the property does appreciate and the car right. depreciates. And there's, it's a tax. It's a tax play. A lot of people with all this income, they need to figure out what to do with this money. So right. you're not going to put buy a million cars with all that money that you got saved. You got to buy. A three hundred dollar house, yeah. or a that's where you can put the money. Wow! All right, so dang, this is crazy. So literally, anybody can get into this game. Anybody, you don't got to do luxury cars like I did. I literally have, now have forty one cars, and by the end of the month, it'll be forty three because I'm getting the new C eight Corvette and this Bentley. So, in in this situation now, hold on, there we go. So, in this situation now, as far as the wait, what was I saying? As far as, um, well, anybody can get in the like game. Anybody. So you don't got to do luxury cars. And I was actually watching a YouTube video. There's a guy, he did a whole video on, he's like, all right, let's do some quick math. 
The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans. Like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. 
Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash build. That's Chime.com slash build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Hey, y'all, I get Toyotas. See, that's I what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. saying. There's, there's different types of cars in the rental space. There's the economy cars, standard cars, like the Hyundai Sonatas, the Priuses, Toyota Camrys, Corollas. Those really do well. Then there's the classic cars. You could do a Thunderbird, Firebird. Mm. Because people are running those cars for video shoots, photo shoots. There's the luxury cars. So the luxury cars have different levels. There's the low end luxury, middle, and high. Low end is like the C300. You can get a C300 for $20,000, base model. Yeah. Right? Then there's the $50,000 luxury cars, like the um, new CLSs or the C300 coupes, right? That fall in the $50,000 range. Mm -hmm. And then there's the higher class luxury, and there's the super high end. So higher class is probably 70,000, 80,000 cars. Then when you get a 100K plus, that's the high-end luxury, super high-end luxury. And then there's the supercars. Yeah. So high-end luxury is the Lambos, the Rolls-Royce race, the 100K plus, mm. 250,000. And then there's supercars. Gotcha. The, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, um, what's that? Uh, million-dollar car. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. A car of a million dollars? Yeah. What's, Goodness yeah. gracious. What's that car, Carl? I just know the ones from the rap videos, Maybox and Rose. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and the race. I don't know in the comments. Somebody's gonna be like, man, you dummy. This is going. Somebody said that. Anyways, the whole point is there's different entries of the rental space. Mm. Anything that has wheels can be turned into an asset making deal. But the thing is, most people's cars, they're just sitting there or they're just using the car just to get to work. But what's happening when you get to work? It's just sitting there again. Right. When you get home, it's just sitting there overnight. It's just sitting. So instead of just allowing your car to sit, you actually have the option to to join in the peer-to-peer sharing marketplace. That's, mm. how, that's how Airbnb took it to the next level. What's it called? Aston Martin. No, 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 no. A million-dollar car? The one that T-Pain had. I don't know. I, that's just what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows what car is. So, Floyd, Floyd got one, too. Who was in uh, Vegas rocking. Right. So, it's going to be. It's, it's going to bother you. But, it's going to kill me. Right. So, so. Huh? You, Come on, man. So, <laughs> she tried. She tried. All right. So, um, so there are some people you can. And I was watching a YouTube video. The guy, um, he gets like ten thousand dollars cars, and he rents them. Joints. Yes. So you can get. Okay. I'll, I'll take a play. Yeah. Bugatti. Bugatti. Oh. How do y'all know what a Bugatti is? <laughs> Anyways, so um, yeah. So the Hyundai Sonatas. There's a platform called Higher Car. This is a play. This is a play. A lot of people didn't know. I didn't even know about this when I first started. Hirecar. Hirecar.com. You, you can literally rent out your economy standard car on this platform to Uber drivers. You recommend we do it? Huh? Oh, to Uber drivers. Yes. My boy drives Uber and, okay. Yeah, so if they don't have their own car, how are they going to drive Uber? They can rent it from somebody, use that car to make them more money. That's how it works. So these Uber drivers are paying anywhere. I from think I need a mix of like the high end, yeah, middle, that's how, and that's how I, I can blend I wanted it. a mix. But if somebody, because somebody's going to say, well, how can I get in the, in the game? I don't have good credit. I don't have the cash. Well, you can leverage other people's credit, one. Or you can buy cars, um, cash, which are, I'm not even going to play that play, but you can buy cash, a $2,000, $3,000 car. What car can you get for $3,000? A smart car. What were you about to say? All right. So I was going to say. <laughs> I'm I was going to right, so strategy, bro. Somebody who has 
I don't I don't like teaching it without walking people through it so they can do it the right way. Mm. So if you have a credit card that has a $5,000, $10,000 balance, you can buy the car with the, your credit card. Yeah. Most people use the credit card for consumer reasons, yeah. right? And they use it on groceries, which is not going to bring you money back. They use it on um, what? Um, bills. They're not going to get Furniture, weird stuff. Right. Allow your car that you got with your credit to pay for those things. Don't pay it with your credit card. Mm. That's the bar. Got it. You know what I'm saying? It. Trust and leverage the like that. My boy Hip Hop like Hunter, it. he talks about that. Neo, all the people, Mark, uh, everybody in our crew. That's what we, that's the play we're on. Got it's it. Two got weeks. It. Everybody, it's on. The, it's on that play. Alex, well, I'm gonna make sure everybody gets it. Right, right, you know <laughs> right, right, right. Everybody. All right. So, so, what do you recommend people start out with? Because I mean, somebody if if, if they don't. If they don't really know the game, how yeah. do you do? You, do you yeah. do you recommend they start with two, three cars or? So okay, so in my I got program the car rental game program. So in the program, there's a section called choosing your lane. Can we put the course below? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Click it. That got it. So it's called choosing your lane because everybody's situation is different, right? Your motivations or your intention or why you even want to get in the business might be diff- way different from somebody else. Some people get in this game because they want to drive their dream car for free. Some people, they don't want to pay their car note no more. Mm. Some people want to get in this game because they want an extra $200 cash flow. Some people, because whatever reason, everybody has a different motivation and intention. Therefore, there's different lanes mm. to pick from. So what I did was I created a, uh, a formula to first identify what your intentions are, mm-hmm. how you want to operate the business. Do you want to be hands-on, hands-off? Do you want to just be in Atlanta? Or do you want to be in this? Like, it all depends on answering all those questions first. Mm-hmm. Once I get the base of how you want to operate, and then I'll recommend what type of car to get or how many cars to get. Gotcha. So typically, if I was just to give a general answer, though, I'll start off with one. Right. That's what I did. Start off with one. Like, dang, this is making sense. Good feel for the this vibe. Is, this is, this is yeah. working. I, I rock with this. Because if I didn't rock with it, why would I get two? That means it'll be double the burden. Yeah. Triple the burden. Mm. If it doesn't fit my lifestyle. Right yeah. or does it fit my circumstance or scenario? Gotcha. So if if anybody generally wants to start, it's always with one, and the, the one with the lowest risk obviously is a, a cash car that you can buy for four thousand, like a smart car. Yeah, I ran the bag with my smart car. I bought my smart car for five thousand dollars cash, got the title, put it on Turo for fifty dollars a day. I was making what two fifty a week off mm. of that car. My car note was only like one thirty something. Wow. When I got my second car note, one thirty. Yeah, when I got my about second thousand a month. Yeah, yeah. So That's I had crazy. two. I had my three, three smart cars. The first one was cash, so car, no car note. But then when I start realizing it was working, I got other cars, financed it. Car note was basically nothing, yeah. anywhere from eighty dollars to one hundred fifty dollars. Here's what I don't understand: Why don't and and I'm I'm in the game and I feel like somebody is listening and they're asking themselves this question right now. Why don't people just get a rental car from a rental car place? Why is Turo mm. becoming so popular? The car, for example, I'm a perfect case study. Pull up a little bit. Before I got my Tesla, I was Uber everywhere. Mr. Uber everywhere. Mm. I would pull up to meetings. Shout out to uh, Ming Lee Snob Life. I'll pull up to a meeting with her and I'll be in an Uber, right? I'm like justifying myself why I don't have a car. So I'm justifying, I don't need a car. I'll just take an Uber, mm. right? But it got to a point where... I was end up getting late to my meeting sometimes because my lack of preparation, I'm not blaming it on Uber, myself, my lack of preparation, right, to be able to not consider the fact that, yeah, my meeting's in 30 minutes, and yeah, I might have to wait an extra 15 minutes just in case the Uber driver gets lost mm-hmm. to get to me. 
or I'm late to come down, whatever the case may be. It was the lack of convenience, right? However, after our meeting, this is what got me. After our meeting, anytime I met with Ming Lee at our, our office, I would have to wait for an Uber to pick me up outside, looking stupid. Right, so you closing, big deals. Closing big deals, thousand dollar deals with her, right? He sit outside and, and then door on your phone like. Then her, her employees would come out, you, you, everything all right? Is everything good? You, you good, you got a ride? That's what killed me. When you got a ride? That's what killed me. And when everything good, you got a ride. I said, all right, I'm getting a car. I'm getting right, a car. Right. That's why I got that Tesla, right? But the, what, what ended up happening with the situation was before even the Uber, I was renting cars. Like whenever I went to a different, um, like a different area of Georgia mm-hmm. where I wasn't at home, mm-hmm. I would rent a car from Hertz. Me and my wife would get a car. We'll get it for a month. Mm-hmm. So it'll cost $800 to $1,300. We'll get the nicest oh, wow. car they have. Whether it's a new Charger or sometimes a C300. Six, six has good luxury cars that you can rent out. Yeah. But it got to a point where one, it was I was paying too much. Mm-hmm. I did the math. In my course, I actually screenshot how much money I was paying. So the, the rental car place is more expensive than Turo? Yeah, because I was doing it long term. Yeah, gotcha. it's more expensive. Way more expensive. What? But day to day comparison. Day to day, you're paying more. You, gotcha. can, you can you can drop on and you remember the type of car. The options. Turo has options from low end to high end cars that you can rent. Right. Hertz, Enterprise, Budget, Six, they have a limited budget. Yeah, gotcha, They have a limited type of car that you can get. And sometimes you don't even know where your car you're going to get. You book a car, they say, yep, that's your car right there. Right, right. They they literally categorize it based off of um, compact, sedan, and they just find out when you get there. Right, right. Turo, you get to choose a car, no hidden fees, everything is clear as day. Mm -hmm. So that was the benefit. So with me, I was driving my, this is how it happened. Justin, new ACO. I got a rental car. I'm like, man, I'm, I don't care what car it is. I got a little small Ford, Ford like the small little, I think it was a Forte, I don't know what it's called. A small car. Right. I had a meeting with Justin Owens, new ACEO. I went to Target to go drop, we parked in Target. I went to the car. He hopped in his car. What car? It was S550. I hopped in my, my um, little small Ford. He clowned the heck out of me. Because <laughs> y'all about the same height, too. And he knows how much money I make. Right. <laughs> he knows what I can afford. He was clowning me like, bro, why are you in that car? Right. Like, why does it matter? Right. We just need to get to point A, point B. Nobody cares. Everybody knows I got it. Why does it matter? But he said, he grilled me so much. On my, on my whole ride home, I was like, man, I'm about to get in that car. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Driving this. I'm tired of having to explain myself. <laughs> that's how I ended up giving the testimony. So that's wow. the question. Why would somebody not just um, rent a car from Hertz or Budget or a traditional rental car mm. company versus Turo because you have more options for nicer cars. Gotcha, gotcha. What about credit checks and credit cards? I know you sometimes, I, there was a point in my life where you're so, you say, okay, I'm going to go get, I'm going to get a rental car, but you never know what they're going to ask for. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it, you know, that, it, my heart always You don't pumps. know if you're going to get it. Gonna get they it need a credit card? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. with Turo, you don't need to have a credit card. That's another benefit of it. Or the platforms like Toro, even a personal booking, all depends on how somebody wants to run their business. But usually with a traditional, you have to be a certain age, mm-hmm. you have to put it on a certain deposit, certain credit. Um, what else do they need? Sometimes you have to have a flight ticket to prove that you're not a true, local. True, true, like there's certain true. Cri- of course they do it to protect their business, I understand, mm-hmm. but some people don't have those options. So they need other options to be able to get a car, to run out. Gotcha. So so they really, really Toro... They'll let anybody who has a driver's of license. They, of course, they go do background checks. Of course, there's a, a, a vetting process. 
Of course, all that, and of course, the car's insured, but it's not as difficult as gotcha. the traditional rental car. Gotcha, gotcha. And you can just find what you like, like right. something nice. Gotcha. That's the key piece. Gotcha. It's options. I got better so, options. So income potential. Walk me through income potential. Income potential. Depending on what car you have, it always falls around anywhere cash flowing. This is net profit. Cash flowing anywhere from $300 a month to even upwards of what I was making, $3,000 per car. Mm. My Corvette was averaging $1,600. My, my Tesla was averaging $2,600. Um, profit. Profit, 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 profit. This is literally profit. Mm. Um, my my C three hundred it didn't perform as well. It was probably in the the eight hundred dollar range. Mm-hmm. So, it all, but, but me, I have my receipts. So and I show cash people flows, cash flow. Though. Cash flow, cash flow. So you then compare your cash flow to the amount of time that it takes to manage the operation. So with me, I did it all by myself. I then hired one of my brothers at church to help me out with the check ins and checkouts. But it wasn't labor intensive. I was still able to do my real business, my marketing mm. agency. I was still able to do the things I really enjoy, going to church, hosting Bible studies while managing these three cars. Yeah. And I realized that the cars that I had leveraged the marketing deals that I was actually closing. Mm. And I told people, yeah, I own a car rental company, small small fleet, three cars. I got a Corvette, Maserati, C300. They were so amazed at the fact that I was in this business that they weren't even thinking about the marketing no more. They was just signing the deal. Oh, right, tell me right. about the Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about that story that you told me. Right. How do I get in this? It was so it was amazing leverage. Where do we? Where do you keep all these cars? All right, all right. This is crazy. That's a good question. So I initially, remember why I was keeping my cars? Target. Yes. Once I went from three, and I turned up. I was parking the cars. I was trying to park the cars at Target. The Target um, general manager called me and said, um, "This is Matthew. Are you the one who has all these cars on my lot?" He said, yeah, you, you got to move them. You're ODing right now. I, I, I did the most. I, I forced <laughs> You're ODing right now. I was getting away with the three cars, but as soon as I tried to bring them all there, then now I was like, all right, I'll move them. Can, it, can you give me like a week to figure it out? He mm-hmm. said, he was cool. He was super cool. Cool. I'll give you a week. I think it was during, it was it was, it was during a big weekend where they need, they definitely need the space. Right. And now my cars are a big attraction. Everybody was taking pictures. You can see on the cameras. They showed me. Everybody was going around the cars, taking pictures near the cars, oh, all that wow. crazy stuff. So I had to figure it out. I had to move all my cars to my apartment, one of my other apartments in Norcross. It was, I got a picture of it. All my cars lined up in all the parking spaces. I got away with it for two weeks until they called me and said, you got to move these cars. <laughs> right. By God's grace, by God's grace, as I was posting, every time I got a new car, I posted on my Instagram, like, mm-hmm. look, I got another car. This is the keys. This is what it looked like. Da, 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 da. My boy, Jacoby, again, the one who told me about relay rides, which mm-hmm. was Turo at the time. All right. He said, yo, I got, I know a dude who has a parking lot mm. at the airport. Here's his number. Check him out. His name is um, Kareem. So I called him, went, checked the, the spot out. It looked like a full a rental car company. Right. But it was empty. It was next to Enterprise, next to Hertz, wow. next to a car rental company. Um, I mean, car van company that rents out vans. And um, Peachy Airlot, Air, Airport Parking. Where So right. when you go to the airport, you can park your car. Yeah, there. for sure. Yeah, that's where I park all the time. It was right there. I said, mm. yo, what can we do to do the deal? He told me, well, I got the spot for my own car rental company, but I'm not doing it right now. So you can rent each space for $100 a car. I said, run it. So I'm paying $4,000 a month to have it. What about the office space? Can I get it? I'm not using it right now. You can use it. Cool, I'm using it. Oh, wow. Long story short, he ended up not being on the I basically took over the whole thing. Renovated it, put the sign up. Got a whole car rental lot. My own car rental lot in Atlanta, Georgia at the airport. Wow. So when I when I have on my listing on Turo and now it says pickup address airport. 
But what's crazy is it's two minutes away from the airport. However, I still was charging delivery fees. So anybody who needed a car at the airport, you know I'll what? make 120. Brother Joshua was telling me he does like, yeah, he was like, yo, the um he was telling me that his his delivery fee was fifty dollars. So he'll drive there and back or just one way. Fifty he said his delivery fee is fifty dollars. He goes deliver for fifty dollars. Yeah. But then I looked on yours, and I saw it was 120 Yes, 120 And, so and I'm, I'm going to call Joshua today, like, yo, you know what, Matt? He charged 120 for delivery. That's my brother. He got two Porsches on there. because yeah, the yeah, he got five cars all together. Yeah. He started getting cars. I'm like, bro, you ain't tell me you, you joined a tour. Oh, like, he's asking me all these questions. He's but lit. Where did these cars come from? Right, right. Yeah, brother Davey. Davey, my yeah. brother Davey, brother Ed. Like, a lot of the people that see me, they now understand the process. It just makes sense. Yeah. And I, first off, I, and I feel some type of way because I was the first to know. So you were the first to know. And the last to take action. <laughs> <laughs> that's legit what happened. But that's legit what happened. Yo. I told you first, like, bro, you got to know about what I'm doing right now. It didn't Sorry. make sense to me. I, I saw from your face. The way you looked at me, I'm like, oh, he just don't get it. Uh, thanks to God for uh But, for but now it flourishes. Yeah. It's the time for everything. We out here. So literally, I, I just got the um, a Range Rover 2017. Yes, sir. And I'm going to go grab uh, probably three more this week. Right, right, yeah. right. And the cars don't need to be new. So where do you, where, okay, so somebody that doesn't have a lot and doesn't have a target next to them, where do they keep the car? Where do they keep so the car? So based on my students, they tell me that they park it at their homes. Some people are not comfortable with that. They'll deliver it whenever they get a new booking. They'll meet them at Publix. Mm. They'll meet them at, they'll park it somewhere, even on the street, incognito. So depending on what type of car you have. If you have a regular car, you can just park it in a yeah, for sure. regular spot, right? But if you have a luxury car, it's like it sticks out like a, a, a sore thumb. thumb. Yeah. So... Depending on what type of car you have, depending on what area you live in, you just have to figure it out. It's, yeah. not, it's not difficult. You just got to figure it out. A lot of people harp on all the details, though, in the beginning before they start. Mm. I didn't do that. I literally said, I have a car already. Let me see what it's going to do. I uploaded it. Instant booking. Same day booking. Now I'm forced to figure it out. Mm. All right? Yes, I took an L yeah. as far as the money-wise, yeah. but I got it back. Yeah, for sure. To for where sure. I made twenty six hundred dollars profit off of one car. And in, in your course, you teach how to not take these L's. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I took an L with my Maserati. Shane, Shane, that's my guy, but he didn't tell me how to how to uh, how to what it called. Um, look at the car properly. The mm. car I'm purchasing, I didn't know the Maserati that I bought. All the tires were were bald in the inside. I'm outside. Oh, it's perfect. Good, good tires. I was driving. T- tire got flat. I went to Firestone. I pulled in Firestone. The dude pulled out the tire. And said, "Look at this tire, man." Show me how bald and naked that tire was. Wow. He said, you would drive. Yeah, I just got the car. He said, this is the most horrible tire. Matter of fact, look at the rotors. You need new rotors. Went to the back. This one needs a new one. I'm thinking he's just lying to me because this is my first time in the car yeah. industry, really. So I'm like, I know mechanics. They're known for being, yeah. you know what I'm saying, finessers. Right. Hey, man, you lying right now. He said, but he had no reason to lie. Firestone, that's not, he wasn't it's that not a person. commission type joint. Yeah, it's not his own shop. He's like, I'm here to do my hourly, whatever the case right. may be. Right? So he told me that you see these ridges on these rotors? These are not supposed to be here. <laughs> right, right, right. You see how rough this one is? You hear that? That ain't supposed to be there. Like, you didn't know what he told me that. <laughs> so I had to take, I called uh, Maserati. All right, cool. I'm just buy the parts. How much for a new rotors? On uh, how many cars, how many, how many tires you do? I need all four. Twenty eight hundred dollars. Oh. Yeah. So so um so you just find a place to keep your cars yes. and you just kind of keep rolling. You know what Joshua used to the um the 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 park and ride airport joint. Sure. So when I when I when I go out of town, I actually go to Peachy. Yeah, I go is, in. That's all I was using. It's seven fifty a day. Yes. 
And he said, yo, he'll just go down there, he pay the 750, yeah. leave, they go pick it That's up. That's what I was doing before I got my lot. And what's right. crazy, I was paying all this money to Peachy this whole time, not knowing that the lot that I was soon to have was right next to it. Right I next had, door. Um, here's, the, here's the clutch, Hutch Clutch Play. So Peachy, they use a third party called Wait, uh, Wait, W-A-Y. Way, yeah. W-A-Y. And I was paying half the price that Peachy charges. On Way. On Way. Yo, they be having joints for $2, That's bro. what I was paying. Two dollars, because this was before I knew about the airport drop. I'm like, I'm not gonna be paying thirty six dollars for these parking tickets no more. Yeah. I'm gonna drop the car off at the airport mm-hmm. parking lot, peachy, pay two dollars, and then charge the guests for the for the two dollars. You know <laughs> and then, so the beautiful thing is, they'll pick the car up from Peachy, go about their way to travel. When they drop the car off at Peachy, they can take the Peachy shuttle back to the airport. Mm. Smooth process. Perfect. Perfect. Smooth process. I and love if I have to pick, I if I have to pick up the car, or one of my team members have to pick up the car, right? They'll take the train because Atlantic Station. There's a train that goes straight to the airport, so they don't yeah. have to worry about driving, getting caught in traffic. Yeah. It was a smooth ride to the airport. Pick the car up and move on from there. So what's so? Uh, and it's so crazy because you've been doing this for it's only two years. Two years. We're going crazy. And you're just now. You just now put out your course. And yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. I, I don't know how many courses you sold, over, <laughs> like the like the first release, yeah, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Knocking on my door for this, yeah, because people been asking you for yes, for two years, yes, yo, put me on. Yes, I've been sharing this, yeah, and I and I for saw, free, right, right, right. But you know, my my boys, they they was like, bro, drop the course, package right. this material, and drop in, in a course form. So I ain't gonna lie, him five hundred Marcus, he he was on my neck. Mm. Neo on my neck about dropping a course, yeah. calling me, bro. You gotta drop a course. You know how he talks. Right. You gotta drop the course, or we're gonna do it. What you mean you're gonna drop the tour? All right, all right. I'll, I'll drop it next week. Right, right. So I posted my Instagram like, yo, everybody, I'm dropping this course. Here's the date. I didn't even build it out yet. I knew setting a date is gonna force me to do it because mm. I'm so used to giving out the game for free, enjoying the the responses. That I didn't feel right charging for it. Yeah. Right? But that I got a bar with that where if I don't charge, you know how Neo's to be talking yeah. to. If I don't charge, they're not gonna put it into action. They're not yeah. gonna respect it. You already know that how for that sure. works too. So I said, cool. I'm gonna charge. You see, I'm gonna test out the price. I charged $12.99. As soon as I put on my Instagram stories, I'm launching the course, I'm doing pre-sales, cash at me. I got cash at Cash App went crazy. Man, man, look at my cash app right here. Where my phone at? Cash out right now. Cash I'm a t- I'm a it wasn't a link. It wasn't no credit card. And they trust me. Most people are like, nah, that's a fact. Fa- that's a fact. Fa- and I believe because you built a, and you know, for those that know you, know, like, you are a very credible person, yeah, yeah, very honest. Like, I'm it's not, it. we know that, like, Steve. money ain't your biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So when you put out something, they're like, yo, I'm here for it. I rock that's with fact. it. That's what happened, man. I got instant feedback. I, I didn't know that people were willing to pay. This information, but I had to stop devaluing devaluing this information. This information, if I had it, I would have saved that twenty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I would have saved all the money I lost in the beginning stages st- stages to the point where I now just yo here's the course information. If you need to know, I have it all documented here. So Same what's 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 in the course? Talk to me about the what's whole in the process. Course. How to buy a vehicle. The best way how to not get finessed by the salespeople. <laughs> Anytime somebody goes to the dealership. You think you're going to be there in there for an hour? How long did most people be in a dealership for? Forever. Four hours, five hours, six hours. And they beat your brain until until you feel like you just want to die. Mm. So that's when they get you in the finance room and they have you signing all these... Oh, you need warranty? 
just gonna be an extra twenty dollars on your monthly payment. Right. Just sign here, <laughs> man. Get the money. Give me the keys, man. Get the money. It prevents that in that session. Right. I teach how to uh, figure out what business model you want. Do you want to be an owner in this business, meaning you cash out a car or finance a car under your name, or do you want to be a broker where you're a middleman between mm-hmm. the cars, mm-hmm. meaning you don't have to get the car yourself. David, his Range Rover. Somebody wants a Range Rover. I'm in the middle of saying, yo, you need a Range Rover? David got it for you. He charges $200 a day. You can pay him directly and run me my $50 for letting you know about that booking. Mm. That's a broker. You're the middleman. Yo, let me ask you this. Because a guy sent me a DM. Um, hold on. Um, a, a guy sent me a... Uh, I, I think I made a post about it. And um, a guy, uh, he sent me a DM about um, his car. And he's behind, not not behind, but he doesn't want to do the payments anymore. Yeah, I know that situation for sure. Is there anything, because I, I, I want to be like really uh, clear on it, but is there a way to help someone who just want to get out of their payments? Yeah, absolutely. So anybody- Well, what is take the course and just <laughs> yeah, yeah. enjoy it? That's a fact. So if someone doesn't want their payments anymore, they don't want to pay the car note, whether they're down in a situation. For example, somebody's in the army, right? They're now getting deployed or- People on reserve, they, they're now leaving the country and your car's now just sitting there. Right. But you still get that email saying the car knows the, nah, that's the worst feeling in the world, paying for something that you know you ain't using. Right. Right? Not only that, the car is actually rotting away. Cars are meant to move. So mm-hmm. if it's not moving, the parts are going to be real sticky and it's mm-hmm. not going to be working real well. So you reach out to a person like that or a lot of people don't know they can reach out to me directly. If they knew, they would, but... A lot of people don't know that you can either, you have a couple options. You can have one of your friends, your brothers or sisters rent out the car for you, or you can use a, a rental car management company that exists to put it on Turo and have your car, car being used for you. But some people say, well, that's my personal car. I don't want to rent it out. And this ain't for you, because if you got an emotional attachment to cars, that's don't the issue in itself. My, in my course, I teach the mindset of why are we having emotional attachments to these cars? Yeah. The feeling that you get while driving the car only exists while you're driving the car. For sure. And <laughs> only for like that first year. And, <laughs> I got a section called buyer's remorse. Yeah. That's the worst. When you buy the car, I'm like, dang. You like the car the first month, second month, then you see the new version of the car next year. Not even next year, six months later. Yeah. Like, dang, that got all the features. <laughs> hey, my, mine don't got all that. Especially when you, get, when you first get a car, you don't eat in your car. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Not your car, you <laughs> Your car is so dirty that when you get a, a, a random person who want to ride with you, like, you got to let them know up front, yo, my car, I wasn't ready for you. <laughs> every, every, every time. When my car dirty, don't judge me. Right. Every time. But in the beginning. It's normally cleaner than this. I, before. <laughs> hey, you need, you want to ride with me? All right, take your shoes off. You smell that? That's that new car. That's that new leather smell. <laughs> Hilarious. That's real. All right, so, so who do you recommend the Toro business for? So really, I recommend a car rental business. So you don't necessarily have to. So not just Turo. Just car rentals, period. There's so many platforms. Mm. There's fetch truck. So if you have a truck that's just sitting there doing nothing, there's a platform just for that. Your course thesis on all like. Oh, every plat. We, we talk about rental utilizations, meaning you don't even have to rent a car out on short term basis like Turo. You can rent it out just for photo shoots, just for weddings, just for car shows. Right. Mm. And you can develop your own customer base using social media, websites. Turo, the benefit of Turo is they provide all-inclusive platform for you to be able to not have to worry about really nothing. They provide the clients, the background check, the messaging portal, the um, payouts. You don't have to get your own payment processor. Mm -hmm. They provide all that. However, you do not have to use them. 
you can use your own platform if and depending on your utilization. People book cars just for photo shoots or video shoots. And say say you want to book your car. I don't want nobody driving my car. I get it. I shouldn't be using this car as just a liability. I want to make it an asset, but I still don't want people driving my car. Right. So I'm gonna just do photo shoots, mm-hmm. video shoots. You drive the car there and nobody's driving it. They just get in, take the pictures, and get out. That's a crucial model. And you make 150, 200, 250. I'll, I'll, I'll be double dipping. I'll do a photo shoot for one hour. Somebody pay me 350 for a picture of an I8 or two hours. And then that same day, somebody will book it for the day. Mm. I can double dip. You can do multiple photo shoots in one day. Wow. It's all about the marketing. I do that with my Airbnbs too. My Airbnbs, people think that you, just because you have keys to, to a condo, is only used for overnight lodging. Yeah. There's a platform called PeerSpace where people go. You know PeerSpace. Yeah, people, sure. people can book your, your spot for an event, photo shoot, meeting, yeah. and that same night you can have a check-in for Airbnb. Double dip. Mm. So you get to the bag out here, man. Yeah, it's only through experience. I would never have known all this if I didn't actively touch people. And the more, and here's the bar, the more I share this information, the more opportunities of what I can do was shared with me. People say, oh, you know about this platform too? Dang, I didn't know about it. Somebody put me on to a fetch mm. truck. Somebody put me on into a higher car. I didn't know about higher car because if I did in the beginning, I probably would not bought a bunch of Hyundai Sonatas, 2018 Hyundai Sonatas for $16,000 and rented mm. it out to a nurse or an Uber driver who needs their car and is willing to pay $400 a week. Like mm. my, my Kia Stinger, is a luxury economy car. It's like a high-end Kia. It's like a, it's, it's dang near a, a sports car, but hmm. it only cost me like twenty-three thousand dollars. And with Uber, they keep the car. It's long term. Yes, that's what the that's the beautiful thing about doing business with a business B 2 B, because they need this to make their income, so they're going to be keeping Ooh. it longer. So these people that are keeping their cars for three, four, five months. There's cars that I got that I haven't seen. In months because they're using it out for either um, Uber driving or they just want the car longer. Some people might say, wait, why don't you just buy the car? Some people have cash flow gaps. They don't have a bunch of income all at one time, but they get paid every now they and then. They want a nice car, but they can't show the bank that they reason. make this type of money. That's another reason. They can't, they can't have no proof Got of income. You. No proof of income. Some people don't want a car in their name. Some people don't can't even get a car because their insurance, they can't get no insurance. They got a DUI before. They can't get any insurance. There's so many situations and circumstances people are in on why they need to rent a car. And I did research on all that, so I know who to serve. Mm. Some people say, well, I don't, I don't want to be on hire car. How can I get Uber drivers? There's a place where you can find, guaranteed to find Uber drivers sitting there chilling. Airport. Go to the airport and say, hey, how much you paying for this, this car that you got from Uber? Sometimes Uber provides cars for people mm-hmm. and charge them directly the monthly fee. Right. So you ask them, how much they charge you? And they charge me $380 a month. I got a car that's better for you, better year, Yo. and I'm going to charge you $50 less. I'm about to ask my boy because he, he actually drives for Uber. And ask him how much he's paying. I'm about to ask him how much yeah, he's yeah, paying. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Is he driving his own car? Because if he's driving his own no, car. No, he got it from Uber. Oh, yeah, see, find out. And oh. all you got to do is tell him. Money. Got a cheaper car for you. So if y'all can, y'all can, y'all can oh, hear this. We were live? Oh, we live. Say less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Ooh, this is going to be good. Real quick. Um, you you rent your car directly from Uber? Um, it's through. Well, um, I had it for a long time. Um. I had to call you back and tell you exactly what it was. I can't. Oh, would you? Oh, yeah, you can't. Are, are you in a Are you in a ride right now or something? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. I'm, I'm actually getting a whole change. So how much do you on on the car, the rental car the car you got from them? Um, 
I think the normal thing is like two twenty five a week, but I pay like um, eighty a week. How'd you do that? Golly, because I know somebody that um, works there. I actually met somebody and got a little relationship with them. They, they gotcha. just, yeah, they just. <laughs> how long? Did something, I don't know. How long? How long were you paying two eighty a week though? Two two twenty a week. I was. Yeah. It was like two twenty a week. That was when I had that black car. Remember a long time ago? I picked you up at Lexus. Yeah. How how long were you paying for that? Or how long did you do oh, that? As long, as long as you have a car. Um, I actually wrecked that car, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Yo, listen, I was in there, but how how long did you have the car though? Um, I had that car for like uh, I think about four four months or something. Paying two twenty a week. Uh huh. So quick, eight eighty a month. Uh huh. Okay. How much you think that car though was? The actual car though was that car. <laughs> that car I know had to be nothing. Goodness gracious. Okay. What you? What are you saying? Was you you saying that like I was getting screwed? No, no. I'm just about to get a car and put it on Turo and rent it out to Turo drivers. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But it, the difference is, um, the Turo drivers they're just gonna ride around in the car. Not Turo. I mean uh, uh, Uber. My yeah, bad. Uber. 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 Oh, Uber driver. Oh, that's oh, okay. yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't oh, say his name. Mr. Let Go yeah, in but, the building. Uh, so you know what I'm saying? All right, let's it out. All right, so um. Yeah, so I'm about to get a car and put it on um, higher car. Put it on higher car, so for Uber drivers uh-huh. to drive. Uh You know a lot of drivers that do that, right? Do what? That uh-huh. rent cars from from Uber and these other places to drive. Nah, uh, I don't know nobody. How'd you know? How'd you get it? How I get what? How'd what? you get your car to drive for rental on on Uber? Uh, Uber. They, yeah, they, um, they, they have the like, service. It's, it's, it's a little advertisement thing, and it's like three different companies that you can work with. Yeah, and gotcha. then, um, they plug you in. Uh, and then you just hit that company, but I don't remember exactly the name of the company. It was like three different companies, and I just did it, and then gotcha. boom. Yeah, but at, uh-huh. after a certain amount of time, I gained a relationship with somebody, so I don't really pay nothing. Gotcha. So I got because I ain't got to pay insurance. Like I ain't got to pay for this oil change. I ain't got to do nothing. Mm, I like that. So, like, I like that. Because overall, $80 a week. Um, That's probably somebody that then, bought their car. It just, it just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the thing about it, just like I said, I wrecked one of their cars and I just went and got another one. <laughs> right. Insurance. Oh, you, you said you still have the other car? No. What? What car? No, the you, one only, you, oh, you only drive the one, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, for sure, for sure. All right, cool. All right, that's that's all I needed. I appreciate it, man. Yo, if you know anybody, if you know anybody that uh, drive for Uber that need a, need a vehicle, let me know. I'm in the business. Okay, okay, I got you. <laughs> All right, bet. Appreciate it, man. Hey, let me know how it goes. All right, I will. All right. All right. See, yo, he's paying two twenty a week. See, for four months. Two, let's so do the math. The car note had to be four hundred dollars. Let's do the math, bro. Two twenty a week, and the car wasn't nothing crazy. Times four. Times. Four months. How many month, weeks in a month? Eight times four. So eight eighty times four. Eight eighty times four. Which is thirty, right? Thirty-five hundred. Thirty-five hundred dollars. In four months, and the car, depending on what car, you can get. You can buy a cash car for eight thousand dollars. Right. And here's the thing. My my biggest thing is the actual. Well, let me ask you this: mm. How much time is required? Ah, so that goes into another section of the course where I talk about. Um, operational model. So I talk mm-hmm. about revenue model, how you can bring in income, business model, 
on whether you want to be an owner, broker, uh, what's another option we got? We got a um, subletter. We'll talk about all that. But mm. then as far as operational model, you can be all hands in or you can be hands off. It's up to you. Right. For me, so I, I give it to me. Uber drivers. That's hands off because he hands just had the car and drive hands off right. model. If somebody wants to be, yo, I actually want to learn more about cars. I want to be learning about detailing cars. You know what's crazy I too? I just thought about something. it because he said he wrecked that first car, which means if he didn't wreck the first car, he probably still have that yeah, joint and not have found that's another way. Yeah, he probably yeah. wouldn't be paying that deep, that eighty dollars that for yeah. that car. Dang, you know, that's a fact. Anyways, there's people who are out on the streets who are willing to pay. Some people are paying probably four hundred because of their insurance or their their history. They're paying more. Mm. And because of their bad situation, you say, "Well, I'll take I'll take um, the the pain off you, the burden off you. Give you hundred dollars off." That means you're making an extra hundred dollars a week in their eyes. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's how they're looking at it. They just made an extra hundred dollars a week just by providing by utilizing somebody else's car. All right. Okay. Um, Crucial. I'm about to buy your course. Okay. And I'm going to put it on yes. in the link below. <laughs> in no, the link below. That, you already going to get access to that. Stop talking. <laughs> well, yo, um, one, I, I appreciate it, man, because this is, this is really the game that people need to understand passive income. You don't um, got to be creative and come up with a cool t-shirt line. No. Or you don't got to be um, good at cutting hair. Like you, you just really got to outthink it, get the information. And be exposed to that information. That's it. The matter of fact, there's one more option. I always wonder how you got so many cars. You just buy them all in the same yes. time because two weeks, dang, there's no crazy. difference between somebody going to buy one car than me buying extra 33 cars. There's no difference. I just did the same process 33 more times with somebody. Goodness gracious. And I learned, I learned how to talk how to communicate, how to get better deals. Imagine practicing the same thing over and over and over. You're going to refine it every time to the point where now I can teach people how to get it right the first time. Yeah. Crucial. Now I can see, now I I look at cars different. Like I I posted my Instagram. I saw a car that had dust on the car. I'm like, yo, that means somebody's not not using this car Mm -hmm. for multiple reasons. If anybody sees a car that has dust on it, whether it's a luxury car, no matter what it is, this case was a, a BMW, a nice BMW, super dusty that was parked in the garage. I'm like, okay, there's a couple of reasons why this can be parked. That person can be either locked up or on a very, very long vacation, mm-hmm. right? I've seen situations where people be locked up. Yeah. Now they're locked up with a car sitting there doing nothing, right? They don't trust their friends or their family to go get it because they're going to be driving around doing yeah. it. So they didn't know that there's an option to say, yo, I can have somebody I trust, a professional, to get the keys, I let them know where the key is, that I stash the key and rent the car off from me, and that money can help me pay for my lawyer, that money will help me pay for my commissary, yes. pay for whatever situation. Brilliant. You can get cash flow in jail for the car that you already purchased before. Brilliant. Brilliant. So many options, and I've done this before. I've actually seen somebody have a car, said he had multiple cars though, he had three cars. At first, he was making so much money he can afford it, but it got to a point where he didn't have that same income, mm-hmm. right, and it, he didn't have enough money to fix the engine in the car, or fix mm-hmm. the tire on the car. Right, so I say, yo, I noticed you got three cars and you don't drive that one. What's up with it? Yeah, I only got a flat tire. Are you sure that's all? He only told me a flat tire. I said, cool. I rent out cars. If I pay you six hundred dollars a month, would you give me the keys for the car and let me run it out? He said, run it. He was excited. I just tested it out. This is my first time testing out. Right. Usually, I'm thinking it's like a numbers game. Some people will say yes. Some people. I got a yes on my first go go around. Mm. Signed the document. Told him how many miles I was allowed to put on it. I found out the car was a little jerky. I found mm. out he needed new um, cylinders and an engine coil. Got that fixed. Got the parts from Mercedes. Got it fixed. Got a new tire. Car rolling. Got me a new a 60, 2016 Mercedes white, pearl white, brown interior, 
um, CLS 500. Mm. I didn't have to put any cash down on the car as far as um, at, the, at the dealership. I did pay him a deposit. I paid him $600 deposit and $600 upfront for a 500. Yeah. But I know I'm going to get my money back in three weeks. For sure. Times three. Yeah. Times three. <clears throat> Those deals exist. It. People were begging you it. to take my car. I love it. I can't, I, I can't wait to go uh, go car shopping again uh, later. This I know week you. I know you love the process. I was so, happy. Look, um, I, we we've been here for a good little minute, man. Uh, I want to say thank you for just opening up and being transparent. Like yeah. it ain't really about buying. Of course, you gave so much information on this uh, on this uh, this show that like people can really be empowered and know Absolutely. that there are options. Absolutely, like you have money. If you want to start a business, you got a business in your driveway right, right now. I'm gonna steal that line. <laughs> you have a business sitting in your driveway right now. That's crazy. That's aye, aye, aye. So, um, I definitely have uh, one. Let everybody know how they can get in touch with you. So I'm on social media primarily. I like to funnel everybody through my Instagram. I love my Instagram. So my Instagram is CEO Maddie J on Instagram. You on Clubhouse yet? Clubhouse? I heard about it. What is that? It's a vibe. Yo, you put me on. I'll do what I can. Uh, I gotta call somebody to call somebody. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be invited to it. Uh huh. And I I use my invitation. Renes. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I got you. So I'm on Instagram right now. And of course, I got my website, comm. Anybody who wants to sign up for the course can hit that link. Yeah, link, link, link in the bio right now, okay? The course is crazy. And it's a mentorship too. So we meet every Monday at 9 30 Eastern time. So it's not just a course, Mm. even though the value. We're going. I'm going through the process. So you got the people in yes. that's on the business, and you're like yes. walking. Oh, we've been going crazy. We just had a meeting yesterday. Yo, man, I just got my, somebody got a Range Rover. His name is George. Shout out to George. He got a Range Rover, and another my boy Will, P- Mr. Pitstop Will. He got his um, scat pack. He rented it out from Detroit. He out here. Mm. He rented it out to his friends. He said, "Yeah, I made a couple couple hundred already. I just got my scat pack." What's a scat pack? It's a uh, Dodge Dodge Challenger, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm excited. Let's go. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I will be uh, billing out this passive ten grand a month, just passive, something yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. 10, 20 grand. Yeah, something easy, light. something like something light. It's, 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 it's a good play, <laughs> man. Hey, what's crazy is once this, the more this gets exposed to everybody, there's gonna be so many people in this industry, yeah. even transferring from the real estate or doing both. Yeah, because this is like the, we're in an age where there's peer to peer platforms, meaning. Yeah. We're more acceptable to share with each mm-hmm. other, share Uber rides, share our personal items, share our spaces. Yeah. That's what we're doing now with platforms like Airbnb, Peerspace, Turo. It's, it's time to capitalize. I love it. Well, look, I, I like to make predictions on this podcast, man. I, 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 I want to be able to ask you a question of where you see yourself in the next five to ten years. Golly, you know, you know the answer to that. Oh, my goodness. I know, in heaven, I'm trying to be in heaven, man. I'm tired of this world, oh, man. It's stressful. I'm playing. So, so that we can look back on this video oh, to say, "Dang, we talked yo, about that. We talked about it. That's hard." So, if, okay, if they that guy doesn't come back, yeah. If, they, if there's no video footage in heaven by the time this world is crazy, somebody gonna push that button. Right. Anyways, but um, if we do have the the opportunity to still be, you know, what I'm saying? Right. to look back on this video, what I'm gonna be doing is. Um, having hosting, ma- teaching people the importance of masterminds, masterminding and working together in unity. Right mm-hmm. now, there isn't groups and subgroups of people gathering together and helping each other with a specific mission. Whatever their mission is, there's, I, ha- I want to help cultivate those, those gatherings together. Not just online, but in person, primarily in person. 
So that's what I really have a passion for. But in order for people to gather, they have to have common interests. Yeah. We typically gather when we play basketball or sports activities. But where are we gathering for business, specific business purposes? Mm -hmm. uh, um, of course, people gather for faith. That's what church is for. People gather for eating. That's what eating is for. But business is not really that too much gathering on whatever missions that people have so they can bounce ideas with each other, share their challenges, share their experiences, and be real vulnerable and transparent with each other and help mm -hmm. each other grow. I love it. Both love business, it. not just business as well, but personal development as well. That's, yeah, really, that's sure. really good. For sure. All right, well, look, man, I need y'all to do me a favor and get some bars together to close this out. Um, follow my boy, CEO Matty J. Yes, um, sir. This uh, podcast is a sponsor by The Morning Meetup, The Morning Meetup, the only... Wait, 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 wait. Community. The morning meetup, I got invited to the morning meetup. I said, where do I sign up? Because this is the only, the only platform where you can wake up in the morning and start your day off the right way. With a, like the cycle I'm talking about, gathering of minds. 100%. And it's organic. Everybody's talking, getting good feedback. I'm starting my day. I'm like, dang, I got to kill the day now. Yeah. So I'm telling from experience. I joined the morning meetup. I was on there this morning. Yeah. Kendall, Mr. Kendall, flicking, Kill went dude. crazy. So if you're not part of the morning meetup, you're you're tripping. Yeah, it's, I mean it's, it's it's community, and we get to grow together and and, and about yo yo people got together. They started businesses together. They business partners you see like they get bags together. Hey, yo, me too, me. Like, and now yo, I'm, I'm like y'all ain't invite me. Yo, yes, we get together in Atlanta. I'm like yo y'all. <laughs> Y'all could have called me. You know what I'm saying? But uh, nah, um, yeah, go to themorningmeetup.com. Make sure you join the community and um, make sure you take advantage of uh, Maddie J's uh, rental business program, okay? Because, you know, it's, it just seen now it clicks two years later that man. this is a simple passive income strategy. Mm -hmm. So if you will, man, just close us out. The closeout will be the biggest lesson for me that came through this whole entire process. It wasn't for me. And again, this is for me personally. It wasn't about income. It wasn't about the cash. It wasn't about the oh, nice cars. The biggest takeaway for me was character development. Ay, ay, ay. What forms our personality are the little traits that we have in our character. So I learned patience through this business. Extreme patience. I learned organizational skills. I learned hospitality. I learned cleanliness. Mm. I learned all these things that I thought I was already okay with. I got exposed. Mm. I realized through this business that, dang, I'm really not good at organization like I thought I was. Mm. I, I'm really not good with customer service and support like I thought I was because I'm getting tested every day. Mm. I got people driving my cars telling me, yo, I'm dropping the car whenever I feel like it. Test. Dang. I got people giving me fake IDs. Test. How am I going to react to this situation? So character is really how you react to certain situations. So now I've been through all the ups and downs. I know how to train myself, have self-discipline because of this business to be able to evaluate my thoughts and res respond in a gracious way that doesn't make me look crazy. Yeah. And it helps them see like, hey, he could have went off on me, but he did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kill him with kindness. Right. And this is, a, this is a teaching, a biblical teaching that I'm learning through business. So that's my biggest takeaway take is recognizing the personal development that comes through business. Awesome, Please. Awesome. 
Man, take heed. Okay, I can't wait to see y'all on the weekly calls. When's the weekly calls? Well, Mondays. Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Can't wait to see you on the weekly calls. Um, Take advantage, and we will see you at the top. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NIA, or Stride Bank NIA members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.